now we're cooking with fire. fire. We're cooking with fire this time. Gas is out. Fire's in. This just in. Fire. <laughs> Breaking news. Fire. All right. You ready? Are you, you catching got, this? Let's not. Let's not keep the glass next to the uh, microphone, please. Okay, one more. One more, and then we're going to start. God, that's good. Got that last little sip. Little sip of alcohol. Scissor. All right. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I am one of your hosts, Mike. Stories from your friends next door. Is that what you they think we're going to watch today? Never told Is that what you're hoping? You might be a star tonight. All right, at a certain point, we're going to have to start paying royalties. So, so let those so let cameras, cameras roll. roll. Oh, the red, white, and blue. The funny things you do. America, America. America. This, this is Morgan. Is oh, no, this is me. Oh, wow. Hello, that was everybody. quite an Welcome. intro for yourself. Thank you. So it's just the two of us. Today, we have no guests. Maybe. All right, well, it's just the two human, Who knows? human guys, beings sitting guys. here currently. You know, life is chaos. Anything can happen at Literally any Literally, anyone could walk through that door. <laughs> Hello? Podcast, please. Okay, I don't like that bit. Let's, what are, hey, Mike. What are we, hey, how are you? Hey, hey, how are you doing? Hey. What is this? Is this a podcast that we're recording here? This is really good for the audience. Um, I'm sure that people are just loving it. Definitely not. Cream in their jeans. <laughs> God, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, now it's just me. It's just me. Uh, Every I'm week I get only... fired. Yeah, well, maybe you should do your job. Well, my What's job that? Jeremy wants to, to be on the, the podcast. Co- podcast. Ooh, I love. We haven't talked about Jeremy in a couple episodes. Is this gonna are we gonna introduce our our, episode, our podcast our, within a podcast crosstalk? Crosstalk? Crosstalk. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh hey Michael, what are we gonna do this week? So this week we are gonna do something a little bit different than what we have been doing in the past. Oh shit. We are this is episode number ten. Congratulations. hey Morgan, uh, congratulations. Episode ten, we did it. What is ten? Is that steel? Yes. I I, I don't know. Oh, for the anniversary? Yeah. It's uh platinum oh well yeah. i've got high hopes the bar is set really really high like so, extremely high i thought just for funsies i mean i, I want to start doing some different stuff we don't have to always do the same thing every week um but i thought this week we would do a, a little surprise show for morgan which we're all oh, for me it's gonna be our first episode of good reception good reception <gasps> question mark what, what, what? That's right. We're going to do a show that is generally positively uh, thought of. Until and, I see it. And Morgan has not seen it. Um, Are we going to do Lost? We're going to... Um, let me go through what some of the... Oh, my God, guys. Are we going to do Lost? Some of the things that we have... This is number 39 on Rolling Stone's greatest TV shows of Holy all fucking shit. If we're doing time. Lost, I'm walking out right now. Metacritic. 86 user score 9.2 listeners get me out of this indie wires number one best pilot of the 21st century i'm genuinely concerned that we're doing lost the pilot for this television series cost 14 million dollars oh my god we're doing lost had 16 million viewers and averaged 18 million viewers over the course of its run did damon lindelof do this show he may be involved in this show. Oh, fuck, guys. It was ranked the best by Kristen D- Dos Santos of E! Online. So, I mean, I this is really, tell me what this really, is. really high. She said it's the best TV series of the past 20 years. Oh, my God. In 2013, the Writers Guild of America ranked oh it Jesus. number 27 and then 101 best written TV shows of all I time. I can't do it. In 2014, really the series was nominated oh, for the Heritage God. Award. Rolling Stone ranked it the 14th best science fiction show of all time. Won Golden Globe Best Series 2005. Emmy Outstanding Series Drama 2003. Six-time winner of the Best Network TV Series from the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, Horror Films in USA. Oh my God, Starring Naveen Andrews, Emily DeRaven, Matthew Fox, Jorge Garcia, Maggie Grace, Josh Holloway, Malcolm David Kelly, Daniel Day Kim, Jun Jung Kim, Evangeline Lilly, Dominic Moynihan, Terry O'Quinn, Harold Perinu and Ian Summerhalder. It is 2004's uh, Lost, produced by J.J. Abrams. Morgan, this is a surprise to you, correct? I, I don't know. I don't know who Morgan is anymore. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. So Morgan, since I've known her, has had an aversion to watching Lost for some reason. 
It's a show that I personally love, watched every episode as it aired, and was always super interested in it. Now, it does dip in quality towards the end, as many people, many fans will say, and some people will say it ruins the show entirely. However, it is unquestionably awesome from at least the first, I would say the first five seasons. Six seasons is the only one that's, that's not good to me. When does Weezer come in? When does we? Oh, when does Hurley come in? Mm-hmm. Well, I will see. Maybe he's in the pilot. Oh my god. Um, well, it's Jorge Garcia, and he's listed as one of the main characters. So yeah, he's he's there from the beginning. There. Oh, by the way, they're on an island. So it's an island in the sun. One yeah. might say it's an island in the sun. Hey, hey. Podcast is bad. All right. So what do you think we're going to be getting in this fourteen million dollar pilot? What do you think? What do you think about Lost? What do you give me? I want. I want to hear your thoughts on the show in general. Okay. What do you know? So this why is, do you why do you hate it so much? <laughs> is this really just an intervention? Yes, Morgan. Uh, I and this is just. I recognize that this is a shit excuse. I just have a problem anytime somebody is like, I missed the boat on it. Mm-hmm. What well, this came out in two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand September twenty second two thousand four. Uh, so I would have been entering my six seasons, one hundred and twenty one episodes. I would have been entering my senior year of high school. Ugh, well, of course, no wonder you were so eighteen bit- years old. You were like, ugh. Well, first people of like all, it. It's probably garbage. When I started my senior year, I was sixteen, but no big deal. Um, what? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just been in an intimate relationship for eight years, mm-hmm, and, and now you're figuring it out. Good job. Um, so I would have been weeknights and probably Sunday nights. I was probably not at home a lot, to mm-hmm. be honest. I was doing extracurriculars and working. Yeah, but this is the beginning of the DVD age. This is like they were putting them out on DVD right after the seasons ended. So you don't really have an excuse. And you, I guarantee well, okay, so, you but, no, no, let me get into it. DVD. Let me get into it. Okay, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. So this is, you know, I did have, this would probably be, what, a Sunday night viewing? Uh, actually, I don't remember. I think it's week? Thursdays. It's It's midweek. So it wouldn't have been around. Um, I This is me getting out of my family watching TV times and me living a more independent life. So I wasn't at home watching it. And then right. I remember that there was like this huge cult that built up against it that would have just, I don't know, you know how when people start overly praising a show, yeah. your first instinct is to roll your eyes. And, yeah. and so that was kind of the stance I took. And then it's just been the last 13, 14 years of my life, people being like, holy fucking shit, Lost <laughs> is the best fucking show. And I've got a good thing going for me not knowing what it is. Well, why and would that I be a good thing going? <laughs> why would it be good not to watch a show that is good? Uh, the, what why is would it? you not want to watch something that is probably good? It just seems like so much that I'm going to have to invest in. It seems like so much work. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're being a hipster and saying, I don't want to watch it. I know it how it's it cool. sounds. I don't want to be that person. Listen, I'm too cool for Lost because like everybody likes it and that makes it suck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to crack open my PBR suck. right now. Thanks, Vocal Fry. Um, so, so that's my origin story. It just became such a like people being so obsessed with it and I just it felt better to be outside of that circle. Yeah, and it ended up being a problem for the show. Because this show, uh, this show, despite the fact that the, that the writers said that they had the whole whole series mapped out ahead of time, I mean, it's notorious for being that that was completely untrue. Mm, that uh, was like, um, like a, another guy we know. Yeah. So a guy who created a little series called Snow Wars. <laughs> oh. Yeah, didn't he say, didn't... Oh, from George Lucas? Yeah, didn't George Lucas say, like, he knew the whole series from the bat and then it wasn't true? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I think he knew a little bit of the backstory. I think he just like overemphasized how much backstory there and they was. And they're like, here's a whole bunch he of was money. Like, yeah, make us you're more. not going to believe how Darth Vader got started. And then he was like, well, I mean, he was a kid and then he got corrupted and he turned into Darth Vader. And then he was like, I don't know how to make that into three movies. Mm-mm. And he, so he, but he did it anyway, I guess. Mm, well, did he? That's, that's a podcast for another time. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So this was on Wednesdays at eight and then switched to nine and then later was to 10 so i guess it kind of bounced around um every season this also took place in the middle i think season three or season four was like right in the middle of the writer's strike Mm -hmm. a lot of this so a lot of a lot of things hurt this show but oh what i was saying is that initially they had pitched it as like oh we know exactly what's happening we know what's going on but then the network when it was such a huge hit the network was like Oh, because it was originally planned to be three seasons. They wrote, they had like the idea for a three season arc, mm-hmm. and then the network was like, "Oh no, this is this is huge. We have to move, we have to make this way way longer." The network is ABC, 
And so they kind of just made them make it open-ended. Like they were like, so that's why in the middle you start getting a little bit more filler, uh, a little more episodes that kind of go nowhere. Obviously the show is notorious for for setting up mysteries for the sake of mysteries. But and all of this is stuff I've heard too. And I think that kind of added to me, like not wanting yeah, to. Not watching the show as originally broadcast is probably not as much fun as it was to watch when it mm-hmm. originally came on. But you get the benefit of being able to marathon it. And this is like the king of marathon TV shows because every single episode is a cliffhanger and is like a banger of a cliffhanger. Like where you're like, I got to know what happens next episode. I got to know. I mean, it is like the most intense show to to stop watching. Like it's hard to stop because you're just like, I got to see what happens next. And I think in defense of the series that it usually does reveal, you know, whatever questions you have, it does answer them. It just opens opens up the story to more mysteries. Mm-hmm. So it just is a constantly evolving kind of weird, bizarre world that becomes more and more big and more and more strange as it as it goes on and of course in there's never going to be like a satisfying ending for that because whenever you get when i mean once you get to that big of a of a mystery like no matter what the answer is is always going to be a little disappointing just because of like how much expectations are built up from it um i mean i'll i'll no spoilers for lost the end of lost i guess but um since morgan hasn't seen it um, but the end of season, oh, I, I've heard enough, but I know, I know, you Such know a, what the cultural, uh, the, the, the end of the, the, the show is what's known. And it's kind of like, uh, what the creators constantly said it wasn't going to be and stuff. I mean, there's different takes on it and you can like it or not. I hated it, but the end of season five really has a really, really great end to the story without having to continue. Um, so I recommend if you haven't seen it to stop after season five, you won't cause nobody ever listens to me and it's impossible because it's the kind of show you want to keep watching, but really it's a much more satisfying show if you just stop watching after season five and take that as the series finale and it works really well. Cause it is still, it would still be an open-ended question, you know, like, like what happens next? But that's kind of like what lost was. So to kind of end on that, I think is a better mm-hmm. ending, but whatever. Just anyway, to the viewer. I'm going to stop right now and I'm going to say, Morgan, Will you watch this show? Do I have a choice? Well, we can erase the whole episode and do something else. I will watch the show. Okay, you don't have to watch any more episodes, but we're going to watch the pilot. And uh, Will I get a smoke monster in the first episode? I'm almost positive that you do get a smoke monster in the first what? episode. Okay, I will watch this. Yeah, there's a, there's, a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff that you will know already from the first episode. And it only gets better. Seriously, this show is so freaking awesome. Ugh, I love Lost so much. For the listeners at home, Mike has taken off his panties and has continued just this last five minutes. I don't just like where this is going. Oh, okay. I'm swinging my... Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, of course, I'm swinging my underwear around. That's how I praise all my favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. Not so. This is probably in my top, like, 25 TV shows. It's not, like, in top 10, but... He also has a tattoo of Matthew Fox on his chest. I'm, not, I'm, I, I'm looking up at him. I'm curious to see, uh, actually, okay, I really want to know what you think might happen in this first episode. How much do you know about Lost? So I know that there's going to be a plane crash. Okay. Wrong. Just kidding. No, you're right. I imagine people die in that plane crash, okay. and then we have the survivors uh-huh. on this island. Sure. Um, I imagine there will be some animosity, and maybe the, there will be two different groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're going to have to split up and start figuring out shelter and then uh, start building tribes okay. and figure out their immunity system. And then they're going to have a challenge. And then hopefully next week they <laughs> don't get voted off the survivor. island. <laughs> Got it. And what's the what's the host of Survivor? What's that guy's name? Jeff Probst. Yeah, Jeff Probst will show so up. So he's going to definitely be in this. Oh, he's in it. Yeah. Oh, did I not mention him? He's one of the main cast members. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know any of the characters from Lost? Just from pop culture? Uh, I know uh, I know Hurley. Okay. I know. Do you know who, who Hurley is or anything about him? I know, I know what he, I know what he looks, what he looks like. like. I don't know any character traits or his backstory. Okay. I know that Matthew Fox. I don't know their character's name. And Evangeline uh-huh. Lilly uh-huh. are probably the main characters. Uh-huh. She's Kate. Uh, Quinn, what's his name? Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn is also a f- story that we follow pretty closely. Okay. There's um, the really attractive Middle Eastern guy. Okay. Uh, wow, you think that guy's really attractive? Okay. Yeah. Naveen right? Andrews. I mean, I guess. What's his name? It's Naveen Andrews. But what's his... Saeed. Saeed, yeah. And then the one guy, Sawyer. I know Sawyer. Okay, yeah. 
Because I remember in high school, that was the one name that always got tossed around by all the, the girls I went uh-huh, high school the with. They're like, oh Sawyer. my God, Sawyer's so cute. Okay. Oh my God, Sawyer. And that's I was funny. Like, he's, like, he's like, of course, that's the guy that the girls like because he's the douchebag. Um, isn't a Frodo and a, or a Bilbo Baggins in this? It, it's a Hobbit. It's not Frodo or Bilbo. It's, a, I don't know what his Hobbit name is. It's Dominic Moynihan. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the it. other. He's not Sam or Frodo. He's I am the other one. surprising myself by how much I know. <laughs> Just from pop so culture. Funny. It's a huge That's what show. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the numbers. So, uh, Lost at its peak, 18 million viewers, average. Average. That's crazy. Game of Thrones right now, which is just like inundated around me all the time nonstop. everybody game of thrones can't stop talking about it that only averages like 10 mm. so i mean this is like i mean i think the season seven finale had like 16 million viewers so i mean like pretty huge but i mean like on average it's it's still significantly less than people who were watching mm-hmm. uh, lost one just because there's more stuff on tv and two because it's on hbo not network but i'm just saying like as how much you hear about game of thrones and like this is even bigger than that yeah. it's crazy well and, and it was network television right and it was, yeah, it was must-see TV. Mm-hmm. Only it was on ABC, not NBC. R.I.P., let's pour one out for NBC. Uh, poor NBC. Um, they got some good stuff. They got the good place. So were you, so you were watching this as it was happening? For the most part. I I, I over, I overstated how long I was watching. Mm-hmm. I, I started, I started in season two, mid-season two. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I started watching them live mid-season two. I watched uh, the first season when it came out on DVD and then uh, caught up via, uh, you know, nefarious means back in the 2000s when mm-hmm. I was being bad. Pour one out for Pirate Bay. Yeah. Well, that would have been before Pirate Bay. That still would have been like Napster. Eh, or like LimeWire. No. LimeWire. Anyway, That's I never all. did that for the record. Grokster. All the uh, government agencies listening never happened. <laughs> um, They're always listening. But uh, somebody got those for me and i watched them through some means but yeah from season from mid-season two on i watched this as broadcast and was like obsessed with every episode and every season they would have like a break of like four months that would just be like agony mm-hmm. like it, you, i do miss that and it would be like at the end of the episode they would be like next time on lost in four months like they wouldn't tell you ahead of time when it would be like the break you know because it's i mean i'm sure if you were like hounding the message board or something you might figure it out but it's not like today where we know everything is yeah. gonna happen like this is like 12 years no 14 years ago mm-hmm. so like it wasn't as much like you knew everything about every tv show whenever it was gonna happen so you would watch it live and then it would say that and you'd be like are you kidding me son of a bitch um but yeah you seem to know a lot of the well you know a lot of the people on it mm-hmm. um i don't know anybody's character traits yeah wait nope matthew fox is a doctor he is a doctor okay i do know that and do you know the format of the show i don't think it will be this in the first episode there are intersecting stories so i do know i do know that like some of the episodes will start off with either before the plane crash or after the plane crash okay where we're living in their world their world right um i don't know if that's in the in the context of the show if that's like dreams for people or if we're actually just getting backstory or whatever i mean i'm not after. gonna give away too much but i uh, know it's an ensemble piece and we're it's, gonna, not, it's an ensemble know. and when you say that like jack and kate are the main characters it's not really true jack is certainly the hero character but every single character on this show is the main character mm. um which is one of my favorite parts of that. it it's so cool so the format of the show how it will go it, i doubt that it happens in season in episode one and it might if it if it's jack would be the only thing that it could be but how how it goes is every episode we we spend half the time on the island current and then half the time in flashback so we're learning about the people on the island and what's happening and then we're learning their backstories mm-hmm. uh, which is cool because we get information that the other people on the island don't everybody's very secretive everybody holds back how much information they give about themselves so through these flashbacks we learn more about each character through each episode the only thing that sucks about this format is that you're gonna get to episodes of characters you don't like like oh, yeah. i hate kate evangeline lily is fine i like her as an actress but kate the character i just i hate her so much and a lot of people really like her so uh you might like her i don't know but uh so when i'm it, a girl Michael. so when it gets to well there's other characters i don't like i won't tell you who my favorite character is because i want you to guess after the first episode but hurley um we're gonna watch that do you have any other questions before we get into it any other predictions of uh you, you guessed about the smoke monster I predict that I'm going to understand the entire 
at the end of this, you're going to be like, I know what's going on. I'm going to know how it concludes, too. Okay. But that's really not what you should be worried about. Like, really, that's not what makes the show. What makes the show is, like, the individual ongoing story. And the characters are seriously so cool. Terry O'Quinn's character, oh, so amazing. What else was he in? Um, he's in The Rocketeer. Um, he's mm. in uh, Stepfather. He plays the stepfather. Mm. Um, he's in a lot of stuff. He's a character actor, but he's super awesome. Um, he's on another show called 666 Park Avenue, which is a show we might do for the show later because I've never seen it, but it sounds like really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that pretty much does it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? You want to chat? You want to tell me about your life? What's going on? Tell me about your cat. Sydney is currently sitting on my lap and we've got a brand new bright white t-shirt and he's all black and now I'm all black. So... That's a little... You heard it here first. Morgan is all black. I'm covered in black fur. Um, I'm going to drink my alcohol and let's watch this. Song. All right, let's do this shit. From J.J. Abrams, the creator of Alias, they survived the worst. Or did they? Wednesdays this summer. I've just been through a trauma here, okay? We've all been through a trauma. We're stranded on an island. No one's coming for us. Lost. Wednesdays at 10, 9 central. Where are we? And we're back. We just watched two whole episodes of Lost because the pilot was split into two episodes. So that was basically like a movie. Wasn't sure if we were going to watch both of them, but they do not finish telling the setup of the story in the first episode so we watched them both and why did i say we should watch the second one what were well we let's get exactly to it hang, hang on one sec <laughs> let's get to it before you say how you felt about the overall let's i want you to give me a few things you liked about it and a few things you didn't like about it um i liked okay we're probably we're not going to do a synopsis because mostly most people on the planet. I'm probably the last. I mean, we'll go over the basics, it. the basic story of it. But go ahead. I mean, you can spoil whatever. I mean, spoilers for the pilot of Lost. Obviously, we're going to talk about it. Okay, my favorite part of it was the last little bit of the second of the the split. Okay, the end of the second episode yes. that we watched. That okay. then I was finally like, oh, I can get on board with this. But up prior, leading up to that, I was like, I felt like the storyline was super generic and not something. Well, there's a, a lot about. of characters in this show. There are, I think, probably 12 main characters in this show. Uh, it takes two whole episodes just to introduce them all. The only characters that we really get any story on is we get Jack's mm-hmm. story, we get Kate's, Kate's story, and then we get a little bit of Charlie. And we get a we get a little bit of, I don't, I forgive me, are they Japanese or uh, Korean? Yeah, uh, I think they're Korean. Okay. Um, but we don't get, we don't actually get their backstory. The only people that we actually get the flashbacks for, we get the flashbacks for Jack, Kate, and Charlie. And I don't think there was another one. No. Uh, those are the people that we well, see. Well, the lady that sits next to Jack. Right. That he ends up saving. Right, right. I mean, she is a character too. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her. Yeah, she's really cool. And, you know, we'll see more of her. And her, her husband isn't introduced, but he's awesome too. Um, but yeah, those. so those are the three main characters that we get the backstories of. Everybody else, we only get to meet a little bit. Um, and even, even them, we're still only given a little bit of backstory, but I mean, you're right. Those, I mean, Jack is the most boring character. I mean, he's the most It's like watching oatmeal and I, my apologies to this man, but I, I was just like, I don't care about you. I know everybody hates Jack because he's the normal boring character. Yeah. I, I don't mind Jack. He's fine. Um, but also you got to remember, like I said, this is the very beginning of the, uh, of the whole story. All of these characters, we see a little bit of Kate's backstory in this, getting a little bit more rounding on what what she's about in this. We see that she was a prisoner. Yeah, but does any of their backstories like make that much of a difference in the overarching story on the island? Absolutely. Yeah, because they're all they're all have different personalities. They all are going to I mean they're going to be living there and they're going to have to work together and their backstories factor in Yeah, but who they what are. makes that more special than any other kind of setup like that? What do you mean? I don't know. I, I I'm having a hard time with that. With it, where we're just relying on. I don't know. Well, because you haven't been introduced to, to the to very much of the mystery. So what? So what did we learn? What questions are brought up in the very in the pilot episode that we that we're not sure what's going on? First of all, when they got knocked off a thousand miles, why weren't we calling for Mayday then? 
That's my big question. No, he explains what happened. Yeah, they got knocked off. Oh, because they lost. That's right. They lost the radio. That's right. why. And, but and they had so a transmitter. They, re- they had the transceiver or whatever it's called. So they re they reset their course to be going towards Fiji, back to where they started. Mm-hmm. Um, but they couldn't reach anybody to let them know that that's what they were doing. But they had the transceiver in there. I know, but it wasn't working. But they said the radio wasn't working. But he was like, but we have the transceiver or whatever it's called. I'm probably butchering that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I don't, I don't that's, know. A, that's a dumb uh, screenwriting thing. I, I can't help I'm, I am sure that they looked into to the logistics of how this could happen. Also, there's a lot of stuff about this island that is weird. So, who knows? Maybe the island yeah, cause I was like, how messed did, him up. How, how did Matthew Fox survive in the beginning? Because that's a pretty thick bamboo situation he finds himself in. Oh, like he didn't get impaled? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So the very opening of the of the episode is is that Matthew Fox wakes up in a, like a, a bamboo field, I guess. I don't know, like a, yeah, like a little clearing of bamboo. A clearing of... And then yeah. we, we go to... He follows the beach and then finds that there's a huge plane crash. Well, he follows Vincent for a second. True. Yes, we start we with, with another character on the show, Vincent the dog. Which is... By far my favorite character. The most so interesting far. character so far. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but your question was, what were the mysteries set up? Okay. So yes. the thing that was, so the monsters, whatever, I don't give a shit really that much about that. Okay. But that is something. That's something set up. The most intriguing part is they're in some sort of a loop because somebody had sent out, they, they're going up at the end of the, the uh, second part of the pilot, a group of the survivors go up this mountain with this transceiver to try and get some reception and instead of getting reception they end up intercepting a mayday call that was has been going ongoing or has been going nonstop for the last 16 years from the island right and they're getting interference so there's somebody there this has happened before. there's a, there's a signal that's broadcasting from somewhere currently it's still yeah. and it's been broadcasting continuously on a loop for 16 and a half years yeah so that right. that to me that's a, that's interesting Right. Well, they wait till the very end to tell you because now you're going to want to watch the next one. No, I'm going to want to watch the next one because right. now I want to know what that's, the hell's going on. Yes. But before that, the first part well, of the episode. Well, because it's all meant to be, that's supposed to be one episode. It's all one, it's all the pilot. Oh, I got you. So they would have broadcast it with that. I'm pretty sure they did, but yeah, it, that I mean, makes it's sense. called pilot one and two. So I'm pretty sure that they were meant to be played back together. To back. Yeah. yeah. Um, they probably just split them for rebroadcast. Because I would not have, if, if it was split, then I would not have watched they end on a cool part the the first one ends after they find the pilot and the pilot gets murdered by some unseen gargantuan monster and that's what's his face right he's a character actor i didn't know yeah he was i I recognized him he's a guy from alias okay i don't remember i think but i thought he was a character he did he does he pop up later in any way because i thought he was on this show and i guess honestly i don't remember but even if i did i wouldn't tell you because i mean this show is all about crazy shock twists but I mean, yeah. So in this, we get we set up that there's some sort of unseen monster on the island uh, that is. There's two monsters. Killed. Uh, we find out that what what bizarre thing happens that we're not sure why that happened. Mm-hmm. No, I'm asking you, what was it? Bizarre thing that happened that we're not sure happened. Okay, so there's a second thing that happens that's also a famous part of the show that I was saying happens in this episode. They, they find a freaking polar bear. Yeah, which I was like, I don't care. Okay, well, I mean, you might not care, but if you were on an island in the, in the in freaking the by Australia mm-hmm. and there was a polar bear, I mean, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird, but I don't... But, but you would be like, whatever, it's just a polar bear, no big deal. Well, I don't know, weird shit happens. I, I, I don't know, I don't understand why that would be something super intriguing. Well, because you would want to know why there's a polar bear there. I guess. It's climate change, bro. <laughs> that is not why it's there. <laughs> we got weird shit didn't, going on all the time. It didn't used to be the North Pole. No, but they're going further south probably. Okay, well, I'm not saying food. it's the biggest, craziest mystery on the show. Obviously, it's not. It just is setting up that there are going to be weird clues mm-hmm. along the way. This, To be honest, this doesn't set up hardly any of the mystery of the show. It sets up very, very little. Um, it gives you just a little bit to, it gives you a little bit of taste. So that you can get intrigued. Obviously, didn't pull you in that much. Yeah. Um, but it just is, it's setting up the characters and it's setting up, hey, there's an island that might have some weird stuff going on because there's some weird trans transceiver thing that's going on that's been going on for 16 years, which m- makes it sound like maybe somebody's been there 
stuck on that place for that whole time. Yeah. And there's uh, things that don't belong there for who knows what reason, why there would be a polar bear there. It could be lots of, could be lots of explanations. They don't know. They know that, it, that it's weird. But at this point, all they're trying to do is just survive and figure out how to get off the island and, and, and be okay. Mm-hmm. Be alive. So did you say anything that you liked about the show? You said you liked the dog. I like the dog. No, I think I will grow to like some of the characters and their dynamics. Yeah, that's a big thing about the I mean, having this many characters on it is that we really only see a little bit of each character. Yeah. Were there characters that stood out to you? Look, I want to go through the characters. I want to see what you thought of, of each of the Matthew Fox, boring as shit. Okay, Jack. But necessary, obviously. He's he's the one who's... Tell us of, about Jack. What do we know about Jack? He looks like oatmeal. Um, well, so it's <laughs> he, even his looks. I mean, Matthew Fox is considered to he be just like, looks, he looks like a good-looking dude. A, no, he just looks like a television. He he's television handsome. He's anyway. Uh, he's not that charismatic. I, I mean, no, admittedly, Matthew Fox is not the greatest lead. But like I said, this show is not about Jack. This show is about everybody. Yeah, but I mean, he's necessary for you have to have that character. Yeah, the impetus of the story. Yeah, and I think they do a really they do really interesting things with him because he is playing this archetypal like hero character, and that immediately everybody like doesn't like that character mm-hmm. i mean i think that they play with the idea of of the hero you know what i mean like it's not necessarily like oh and he's super awesome and everybody loves him like he's kind of an asshole and he's kind of like hey i i just decided that he runs the freaking uh well did we get that he's an asshole from this pilot the, i don't he, think no, we do okay he's not i shouldn't say he's an asshole he is he sounds like somebody's projecting on the no like box. he's like self-important you know right, what i mean yeah. like he immediately well, takes yeah, charge he's a doctor that's just like a nat uh, not a natural but that's a common no and it is and it makes sense complex. but i'm just saying like that's something that people could resent and get upset about like hey why do you think you're like so special you think you can tell everybody what to do I mean, because he does from immediately. So, okay. So, the very beginning of the pilot, there's an explosion. We won't go through everything beat by beat, but I want to at least set up the story. So... Again, I'm probably the only person on the planet who's never seen this. Oh, also, I should mention that I didn't say it up front, but this is this this is only the second time I've ever seen it. I, I this is my first rewatch of the show. Does it hold up for you? And this is an interesting. It, it's interesting. I was I was wondering how it would hold up, especially because it's a show that's so built on building up mysteries and reveals. That would that ha- have rewatchability? Like, do I care about anything knowing how everything turns out? And I would say. Personally, I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still 100% invested in this show. It is, I mean, I would say that even by t- today's standards, that this is a really, really well-produced TV show. Um, the The direction in it, obviously, this is directed by J.J. Abrams. This is his first thing that got him, uh, like, a claim as as a this kind of director. Before this, he had done just Felicity. Uh, I mean, he did Alias, too, I guess. But, mm-hmm. but he wasn't, like, a, I mean, he was a big, like, uh, TV producer, with clout but he wasn't like thought of as like hey this guy could be a director and now obviously he's a big hollywood director the shaky cam i i didn't care for i mean that's jj abrams you know that's his thing yeah and that's just this is like the the beginning of that yeah this is 2004 so this is like the beginning of all that shaky cam nonsense and the the acting was a little bothersome for me too. it's tv i mean yeah. it's not like this isn't like movie level acting but i thought like the production like i mean the, i mean this like i said this is a 14 million dollar pilot but everything felt like really big it felt like a movie to me yeah and i, I and that's um, what i kept trying to tell myself is like be put yourself in 2004 watching this for the first time right which had to have been mind-blowing I things weren't this cinematic not yeah. normally stuff like maybe on hbo you know yeah. you had the sopranos but and stuff like that but like on tv like this this was like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe that there's, you know, a huge plane crash that's a, re- a real plane. Yeah. You know, these are practical things. And they're, it's all shot on location in Hawaii. I mean, it's not supposed to be in Hawaii, but it's all shot on location with no sets or anything, you know, mm-hmm. which makes the scenery really amazing and cool. So, yeah. So, there's a plane crash at the beginning. All of the survivors kind of have to figure out what's going on. Jack is kind of like orchestrating everybody figuring out how to survive the thing and that's where he becomes like the hero character in quotations yeah because he's getting shit done yeah he gets hurt and uh you know from the plane crash and he needs to get stitched up and that's when we get introduced to kate which i didn't realize until seriously 20 minutes into the first half Uh that she didn't 
she wasn't supposed to have an accent because she most certainly has an accent in those first two scenes. You think so? Yeah. It's, I was like shocked when I, when like, and I don't remember what the specific moment was where she didn't, she was doing like an American accent. Weird. I didn't pick, I didn't hear it at all. Uh, it was really jarring to me. I was like, wait a minute. I thought you were supposed to be yeah, foreign. She's, she's, no, she's supposed to be American. No, I know. But that's what well, I thought at the beginning oh, that thought. she was supposed to be like English or whatever she is uh, naturally. Okay. So this is when we get introduced to Kate. I guess maybe she had not doing a great job covering up her accent. Not these are mostly these are mostly not you know people that have had a big break before now. Matthew Fox is the big name in this show. You know what was he on before this? Party of Five. Oh, I've never seen Party of Five. Yeah, he's the he's the main character. I mean, you know, there's five main characters on Party of Five, but he's the wait what? He's the older brother. Come it's on, he's the older brother than Scott Wolf and then Jennifer Love Hewitt, Lacey Chabert, and uh, Neff Campbell is the older sister bunch of white people okay well they're a family it would be weird <laughs> would it be weird michael okay. it would, would it be weird they're a genetically related family so it would be weird if they were of different ethnicities unless that's the mystery also it was the 90s you know everybody's white and we've got evangeline lily who was fine yeah i mean she's not like i said kate's not my favorite character in this she's actually i didn't mind her too much in this pilot episode maybe i'll come back around on her um, there just are some things, qualities about her that get kind of obnoxious. Um, yeah, they were really relying on, I hate when it's like, we're relying, the only character trait we're relying on is that she's an attractive woman. And that was really bothersome for me. I guess. I think she has, I think she has some depth to her character. Well, in the second part, which I'm glad we, we continued with it, but I think that first half is just, it's just a lot of lingering, uh, yeah her. well there's de- i mean there's a scene Close of her up. like you know bathing in the ocean or whatever it's a little gratuitous mm-hmm. but um i mean everybody on the show is pretty except for the characters that are like supposed to be the normal people like you know like jorge garcia as as hurley hurley you are beautiful to me yeah i mean beautiful but i mean like most most of the main characters are very pretty mm-hmm. girls and guys it feels very soapy yeah speaking of which ian summer holder uh, who he plays boone the only thing I, I knew he was an actor but the only thing that i've known him from uh-huh. is that he's like always at CatCon every year oh really <laughs> he's like the the man who loves cats he's also on vampire diaries Oh, and that he's, makes sense. Before this, he was in a movie called Rules of Attraction, which I super, I love that movie. It's really good. Is that the one with Sandra Bullock? Which one's that one? That is not. I don't know which one you're talking about. Forces of Nature. Forces of Nature. Okay. Now, that's with Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck. Yes. Not that one. I've seen that too. Not so good. I mean, it's actually, it's all right. It's, it's okay. It's a romantic comedy. Uh, he's got a sister who I thought was Leslie Bibb and then realized it's not Leslie yeah, Bibb. It's, it's her doppelganger. It's, I always confuse the two. It's uh, Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace is younger than Leslie Bibb, but they do have a lot of similar Shots qualities. Fired. Well, I mean, th- I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, guys, good just, for Leslie Bibb. Hey, for for me and the audience, I love to make him uncomfortable. Um, we find out that he so it's a their brother and sister. Correct. Yeah. And he's the good child, and she's the spoiled brat. Correct. I mean, essentially, yeah. Um, she's not an awesome character. I don't love Maggie Grace on the show. Well, she's not supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, she's she's annoying. Yeah. She's we, not, like, there are some characters that I'm like, wait till you get to know this character. They get super awesome. That's we, not one of the characters. We got Hurley. Yeah, Hurley Hurley's just Hurley's to... awesome from the bat. Tell me what you think about Hurley. Hurley's my favorite. He's so good, right? He's already my favorite. Like, uh, Jorge Garcia is instantly lovable. And also the most grounded, where I'm like, no, that's that's got to be Jorge Garcia just being himself on camera. Yeah, for sure. It is. I mean, if you've Which seen him in anything else, he, that's all he ever yeah, is. Yeah, and I love He's just that. this big, lovable, kind of stonery kind of dude that's just like a, hey, man, what's up, dude? Yeah, nothing's forced. He's uh, just present. He's here, ready to go. It's a great character to have to break up from, like, there's a lot of serious characters on this show. Not that he's, like comedic and like a forced comedic he just has a he just has a fun presence so everything that he says even if it's like serious is still kind of like like there's a scene where he has to help jack out with the operation mm-hmm. and he's like dude i'm not good with or blood, man. when the korean guys like worked so hard to uh, prepare like some fish for them or whatever it is yeah, or some uh, sort of sea urchin, sea urchin yeah. yeah and he's like nah man i'm starving and i'm not even gonna touch that even it's touch so that. real yeah um and then we've got saeed we have saeed uh, who we learn, uh, we're really inter- I mean, we're introduced before this, but we're really introduced to yeah, him. Yeah, he's in the second episode as well. Um, when, we get to know him. 
he is in a fight with Sawyer. 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 Sawyer, who we'll get to. But uh, we learned that he was a part of the Iraqi National Republic Guard. Yeah. Um, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool character trait. I, I really like this. I mean, you also have to remember this came out in 2004. Yeah, so, so we're close to 9-11. We're closer and, to 9-11, and, and this is like a, you know, a lot, a very hot button issue to be talking about. And I think it's really cool to be like, hey, this is a character that is Iraqi, like, is born and and mm-hmm. fights for them, but is not a bad guy. And is not like the enemy of, like, America or whatever. Like, he yeah, just also, is like... America in 2004, I know that we were going to a war in Iraq. The people who had a hand in 9-11 were not Iraqi. Correct. Yeah, exactly. But that was exactly what got conflated, I feel like, around 2003. Yeah, and it was was just like, hey, he's he's of some sort of Arab descent. Yeah, you're brown, therefore. So we're upset. You know, so we're treated to that um, a confrontation between mm-hmm. him and Sawyer, who is, of course, the redneck douchebag character, mm-hmm. um, and is the character that I, I told you that all, of course, all the girls like because he's the freaking bad boy. Can we talk about his fucking haircut? Yeah, his haircut. It ridiculous. makes me so angry. He looks like Kid Rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Sawyer is super awesome, but like obviously i do like his dimples though he does have very adorable yeah. dimples josh holloway is of course a handsome and pretty man um but his character does grow and is very three-dimensional he's one of the bigger characters on the show mm-hmm. um but yeah he is he is an asshole like right off the bat everything he does he's condescending he's sexist he's just a jerk to everybody for yeah, no he reason calls, uh, evangeline lily sweetheart he calls pretty. every every girl by uh, he calls uh, Maggie Gray sweet cheeks. Um, he's just he's just that kind of dude, and he's the, and he's racist. He's he's calling out Saeed for for being a terrorist, being the person that brought down the plane. That's why they're <sighs> in the fight. Um, um, so we get that dynamic. We've got uh, Charlie. We got Charlie. What do you think about Charlie? A Hobbit. Uh, I think he's fine. I think he's gonna like Hurley provides a little more of the comedic relief. Um, but he's also a, a a more like light character in the show. Yeah, that's kind what I mean. of. Except that we learned something about Charlie. Yeah, which was pretty apparent from the beginning. So I don't yeah, know I mean, why you, we need to set it up. You that get much. it, but I mean, I don't know. But from the beginning, you knew from the from the very beginning of the show. Well, when he he stood up and he says, "I can't sit around like this any longer," or like he said, "I I can't." Well, that's where they reveal it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Charlie is a heroin addict. Yeah. Um, and he's like putting it in his mouth. I was like. Like well, he's on a plane, so he can't. He, I know, but that was that was kind of crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, he can't, you know, shoot up. He's, he's what happens is that he's on the plane, he's having withdrawals, he needs his heroin, so he runs to the bathroom. But the he at least thinks I don't know if they they really did, but this he thinks the the stewardess or the flight attendant people are uh, their men and women uh, are. Uh, Thank you. Representation uh, matters. Clear. Yes. So he runs to the bathroom, afraid that they're fig- they're on to him that he's. A drug addict, I guess, trying to. So he goes in there, locks himself in the bathroom, and starts like rubbing some heroin up on his gun. When in actuality, it's post 9 11 and he is looking shifty and suspicious. So, of course, red flags are being raised for this crew. Yeah, odds are that that probably wasn't even why. But no, anyway, yeah, the plane crash happens as he's in the bathroom. So he leaves his stash. His stash gets lost in the bathroom. They go on a trip into the jungle. This is so disjointed. Hopefully, you've seen the first episode of Lost. Again, Otherwise, I have to be the only person on the planet who hasn't seen this. Uh, Kate, Jack, and Charlie all go into the jungle to find the pilot of the plane. Well, they don't go into the jungle to find the pilot of the plane. They well, go in the jungle to, to find, find the, the front, front of half the plane. of the plane because that's where the black box and right. the transceiver should be. Right. They find it. Receiver. Charlie Apologies gets the heroin. to all airplane people because I'm sure I'm butchering this. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Also, apologies for Stephen no Bochco's family. It's Stephen Bochco and not Stephen Bocho, which is what I was saying in the last episode. I meant to do a corrections corner. Oh, corrections corner. Okay. And end. And Got it. it. Okay, so that's Charlie. Then we have the father and son. Okay, we have Michael and Walt. Who I'm I'm interested to learn a little more. I can just gleaming from context clues. Right, uh, we learn. Well, yeah, we learn that that Walt's, Walt's been died. living with his mom, and his mother just recently died. And you can tell <laughs> that Michael hasn't been very active in his life, because at least from that moment where he doesn't remember how old he, how old he is. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the actor that plays Michael is 
um, from Romeo and Juliet. Yes, he is. And he, um, I can't remember his name right now, and I feel really bad. Uh, his name is Her- Harold, Harold per- yeah. Perrineau? I know, I know it's Harold. He came into, when I worked at Starbucks in West Hollywood, he mm-hmm. came into the store a couple of times, and he would just hang out and talk to all of us, and he was the most chill, most awesome dude. Yeah, and he's, I like him on the show, too. He's, he's... He's a great he, actor. He's a good I enjoy actor. him. Yeah. Um, um, he, so he has a 10-year-old son, Walt. And that's they have, and Walt has a uh, yellow lab, right? That Vincent, he's looking for. Who is the best character so far? So right. we've seen nothing from from Vincent the dog, but no, we know but that we he know exists. He's going to be the best. Um, we know who else? Oh, um, Terry O'Quinn. Terry Quinn as John Locke, who has not. I was so sad because John Locke is seriously one of the most awesome characters on the show, and his scene is good in this in this episode, but he's introduced so little we don't know hardly anything about him that makes him interesting i'm curious to see sorry i'm curious to see what you think about the character i think he's god okay that's what that's what i feel like or some sort of spiritual person okay i mean fair enough just because of the way just the mystery that they they he has a gravitas for sure yeah and he's kind of like he's explaining he's explaining backgammon to walt yeah but in a a a super allegorical kind of metaphorical way yeah um not allegorical dumbass uh with the light in the dark that's why i was like and then he said can i tell you a secret which is super creepy mm-hmm. um yeah we don't get to hear what that secret is unfortunately in this episode but it is a really it's a super awesome reveal um i'll save for you um but yeah did you i don't know like and then the korean couple which obviously is a problematic relationship correct uh and we get really just a very brief I mean, we see them a couple of times, oh. but we don't see that much about them. Go ahead. Yeah. We also have the Australian pregnant woman. Yeah. Who I who I enjoyed her scenes a lot. Uh, I think she's got. Forget her character name. It's presence. Emily DeRaven is the actress, um, and her name on the show, Vamp for me. But hey guys, it's me Morgan, and I just watched Lost for the first time. First time, I'm gonna tell you something about the show. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know how to rhyme. I don't know where her character name doesn't is. matter. Okay, so cute little pregnant lady who on honestly, if, if that bitch rolled up to the ticket counter, they'd be like, "You are too fucking pregnant." You need to step Yeah, because you can't fly in your third trimester, I thought, I right? don't think you can, because yeah. what if the plane crashes and you are stranded on an island and other people have to take care of that baby? That was that was a great human moment, though, where she was, uh, uh, she said that she hadn't felt the baby kick. That actually stuck with me for a little bit. Her name bit. is Claire. Claire is great. Claire, because she's Australian. Claire. Um, uh, yeah, and Smoke then- Monster, I'm excited to see more from. Yeah, we saw very little. I mean, we only just see the fact that there's some sort Sidebar, of unseen presence. The pilot is not who I thought he was. Okay. So, never He's mind. just a character, actually. He was recognizable. I saw him in other stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought he was the guy from Alias. He is not. Okay. Which, that's why I was Glad thinking... Glad we got that clear. It was from Alias because of J.J. Abrams. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would be... I'm I'm intrigued, I think, at least with that, that cliffhanger that we left on. I'm glad that we watched the second part of it because... Well, yeah, because there was just so much that they hadn't even set up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically how this how the story goes is like it's like this like or every episode you just learn a little bit more a little bit more so it's it's kind of cheap in its storytelling and that every time it's saying like oh what do you think's happening and then you say and then it's like well this is what's happening but what does that mean about this you mm-hmm. know so some people don't like it because it kind of feels like it's a lot of people feel like it doesn't ever answer questions but it i feel like it answers questions all the time it just constantly brings up more which to me is just really engrossing it just makes me want to like keep watching and watching and watching that was going to be my question for you is how how cheap does that feel when it's just like hey let's we have to keep these people hooked so I, let's I would throw say this like out there i would say like see if it sticks for every like i would say that the, uh, like four out of five times it's good like you're like that was worth it that was a super awesome twist or that was a super awesome reveal um there are some really 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 cool things that happen in this show that like i mean i would say you've seen about one percent of what is going on on this island like barely even a glimpse and then i I don't i really don't want to get into too many spoilers or anything but like 
there is so much more than just the island on this show. Like it gets into all kinds of different areas of bizarreness. Does it get really bizarre? Yeah. Because then I think I would like it. I it feel gets, like this is pretty vanilla. I would say season five. That's what I'm saying. Like, this really doesn't bring up hardly any of the the really... I'll, I'll just tell you that this show is 100% about supernatural weird shit. Which I enjoy. Yeah. I love supernatural weird shit. But it's only just giving you a taste in this first episode of, like, the How many monster. Zach Bagans would you give it? Out of how many? I don't even know. What does that mean? Uh, out of a trillion Zach Bagans. Okay, out of one trillion. Mm-hmm. How many Zach Bagans do you give it? <sighs> You know that this is my rating system. It shouldn't come as a surprise to you. Honestly, I would give it out of wait out of one trillion. Mm-hmm. Out of one trillion, um, I would give it. He's trying to do math right now, guys. Okay, so like nine hundred and fifty billion. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna like. It's not a perfect trillion. Zach no, Bagans, no, no, no. Obviously. I appreciate your honesty. But uh, yeah, there are some things I don't like, and I'm gonna completely for the sake of. For the sake of that, I'm going to say that's ignoring the sixth season. I absolutely hate the sixth season and think it's garbage and that it ruins the show. Hey, Michael. Yes. What do you think about that sixth season? Ugh, it's so bad. I wish I could talk about it because, like, it's so stupid. It basically, without telling you anything about the show, takes all of the cool mystery about the show and is like, I don't know, what about some weird, what about this stupid shit to explain everything? And you're like, well, that was really lazy. And that's not even cool. Like, it would be one thing if it was cool, but it's not. It's lame. Super lame. Anyway, if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Literally everybody, except for, like, a couple of people. I know a couple of people that like the ending of the show. But for the most part, everybody hates the end of the show. But, like I said before, really, if you stop watching this, like, if you've watched it already, watch it again and stop watching on season five. And I bet it's a way more fulfilling ending. I bet you. I bet you. I, speaking of not having rewatched this, I would 100% rewatch this show. Um, If you're down to watch it, I'm down to watch it with you. If you are not down to watch it, I am going to, I will watch it again by myself. I really, really, really enjoy everything about this show. I like the production. I like the cast. I like the characters. uh, I like the way that it reveals things. I like the mysteries that it builds up. I like not i can't tell there are other things that i want to tell you but it, it's more important that you don't know going in so i won't say it but uh-huh. there are other there are so many other things about this show that i love that we haven't been introduced to mm-hmm. all right well so what are your biggest gripes what are the things that you were like Ugh, I, if this is on the show i'm done i mean the lack of strong female characters because i will say that that's pretty bad in yeah this first i mean these, that, that is definitely something that stuck out to me like, it, like um, there's a lot of characters that I'm like, that's a fine character, but I really wish there was a foil to it. Like, Maggie Grace's character is so awful that I'm like, kind of just feels sexist having this character on here without there being like an awesome. Yeah, cool it just seems like this is how out. women are going to react yeah. to the system. I think that Kate is supposed to be that character and she does grow as like a more three dimensional character, but I don't think she's quite good I'm enough to balance it. I'm more hopeful for the Korean wife. Okay, I will tell you. No, go ahead and say what you want to say. Sorry. Yeah, because I mean, I see that trajectory for her. I see, because I mean, just the simple act of defiance of her unbuttoning that top button. Right. So the entire time. And seeing we Evangel- Evangeline Lily, like. Have like a little moment. With just her. like being like, okay, this is a woman who doesn't feel like she's, she's not in the confines that I currently mm-hmm. am in. Uh, so we didn't, we really didn't talk about their relationship at all. Uh, I mean, we saw it, but we didn't talk about mm-hmm. it on the podcast. Um, so yeah, so Daniel Day Kim, who's who is a really awesome actor uh, as the Korean husband. And then we're saying Korean. I, we could be being super Again, racist. I'm so, so sorry. Actually, let me look it up because it's more important that we actually say what, what's going on here. Dun, 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 bam, bam, bam. Okay, we're not racist. They are Korean. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> thank God. I thought we were racist for a second. Um, so yeah, Daniel Day Kim, who's awesome. He's from Angel. Uh, also want to clarify, the way that I said it in the Moonlight episode sounded like I didn't know anything about Angel. I know everything about Angel. I know everything about Angel and Buffy because they're like two of my favorite shows of all time. Buffy is my favorite show of all time. Anyway, just want to get that clear. Super no Angel back and front. Okay. Gross. Um, I know all the back and all. Uh, We don't need to get into this. Um, Uh, I'm one of the few. His his wife played by um, uh, Yeonjun Kim, who's also a super awesome actress. That character's son one of the best on the show so awesome so amazing but on the in this first episode she's being like the submissive like he's like this like like hey you can't talk to any it's all in subtitles because they don't they only speak korean 
And he's like, hey, you can't talk to anybody else, and it's just us, and we only stick together. And you do as I say, and you button up your shirt so no dudes are looking down your blouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she's just sort of like very, very submissive and quiet and just like, okay. Um, But yeah, that that ain't going to fly for long. I'll tell you that much. Good. Yeah. I I could see that, that that was getting set up. I appreciated that. Uh, What are my other gripes? I don't know. It's hard for me. And I know people are going to be hating on me anyway for going this long without giving it a chance. It's hard for me to pass judgment. I feel like for me personally, I understand that the cultural impact it had on ABC, it feels like we should be getting a full 60 minutes of content from this storyline. So I feel like my other biggest gripe was just con- like having everything condensed down to 42 minutes. Ooh. I feel like we could be getting a little bit more out of it. Oh, you're saying like the amount of runtime doesn't justify the amount of story that we've yeah, exactly. gotten. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's, that's a problem you probably have for the whole season. I mean, the whole series. No, I assume. Um, Cause yeah, this is network TV. So this is 22 episodes a season. Um, like I said, 121 episodes in total. Uh, so notoriously in the third season, they start, you know, spinning their wheels. Uh, there are a lot of filler episodes where you're oh, kind of like, gross. what does this have to do? There's a very specific one with Jack um, that deals with his tattoos and just kind of like, the, where did, hey, where did Jack get those tattoos? And it's a super bullshit episode because it really is just like, no one gives it, no one cares where he got his tattoos. But yeah, like I said, every episode is, uh, which is, is a hook and a, and a gripe. Every episode is focused on a different character. So we didn't really get that in this. This is this is telling a little bit of Jack, a little bit of Kate, a little bit of Charlie, and then kind of just going all over to all the other characters. What about Vincent? Does Vincent get his own storyline? No. The dog? Yeah, I want to know where he came from. No, Did the dog does from it. a p- puppy Do you, mill? By the way, just out of curiosity, you're a Hollywood producer. Somebody pitches this idea to you. Do you see a problem with this idea and the cast? Do I see a problem with this idea and the cast? Okay, so there it's a group of people that are on an island. Yeah. And, and it's going to span multiple seasons, presumably. I can think of another show with a group of people on an island that spanned multiple seasons and did just fine. Okay, but I'm saying specifically with the cast of this show, can you see an issue with any of the characters that might arise? Oh, the pregnant woman? No, Is that well, what you're getting at? No, I think that that's okay. Yeah, that's an addition. We got another character right there. Yeah, these characters are going to need to age much slower than they actually do. Oh, yeah. This this show takes place in real time. Over six seasons is only a couple of weeks. Oh. So, what the hell are they going to do with Walt? Walt is a 10-year-old. Oh, When it's yeah. over, he's going to be 16. Yeah. So, I, I think that that, right off the bat, I think that they should have been like, well, we can't have a kid on this show. It's not going to make any sense. Yeah. So, I won't tell you how they deal with that, but that is certainly an issue on this show. Well, they... They are on a mysterious island, so maybe it's going to be. Who, a, who knows? I'm not going to tell you how they work it out. I'm just saying, as going to pro- be an as a producer, if you were like, "Hey, this is a show that's going to take place on an island where nobody can leave," there's also a child on there. I would be like, "Well, how's that going to work?" Anyway, it seems like a funny thing to overlook, and that it's clear that that it was never planned for them to to need to figure out a way for that around that. There are f- things like that on the show where you're like, mm, they "Didn't think that one through." Um. Yeah, so who do you think my favorite character is? Hurley. No. Vincent. <laughs> no. Terry O'Quinn. No, but but John Locke is an, a very awesome character. He would be up there. He'd be maybe number two. Charlie. Charlie is my favorite character. All right, I should guess uh, Charlie. He's you only get a little bit from him in this in this episode, but man, uh, over the course of the series, ugh, I love Charlie so much. He's so awesome. But I've only mm-hmm. seen it once. Maybe this time, maybe this time I'll be like, man, Charlie sucks and Kate is the best. I don't know. I've only seen it once. But from that first first go through, ugh, love Charlie so much. He's so awesome. I mean, he's a hobbit. What can you he's do? also, oh, we didn't even say, like, he's a, he's a rock star. Oh, yeah. As, which I think is a fun, he's not, he's not a rock star. He's the bass player in a famous rock band. So he's trying to play it off like he's a big deal, but nobody really gives a shit. That's really rude. But, uh. I like Charlie a lot. He's super awesome. All right. Anything else you want to say about Lost? Do you do you think you would watch another episode of Lost? Yeah. I'm again the the mystery that they set up at the end. I was uh, I was hooked and and ready to see some more. Yeah. The fact that you said that it's more of a a supernatural 
like it relies more heavily yeah, I mean, on the supernatural. That's a little spoilery, but not really. I mean, no, and that actually sounds like something I would be more. Yeah, it gets into in. weird. Stuff. I don't. Care it's not about exclusively supernatural. All kinds of shit happens. I mean, all kinds of shit. I don't care about people surviving on an island in general. Okay, so but I'm telling you, like, like seriously, after season two, like shit gets bananas. Okay. Even in season two, but I mean, like, it gets real right, bananas. Calm season, down. And in season five, oh man, people get mad about season five. Oh, it's so awesome. You guys, my, my lost heads out there, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It gets bananas. It gets bananas. But I'm allergic to bananas. No, that's just, that is true. <laughs> okay, so that's Lost. That's the pilot episode of Lost. Uh, Morgan, if you could give it a rating out of, I don't know, one to seven bananas, what would you give it? I'd give it a tepid four. A tepid four. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not too bad. It's not, yeah. as bad. it's not as bad as it's I was not, expecting. That second part, it would have been a two, but now it's a four. Okay. So, well, You said you would watch another episode. I said I would continue watching it for a second time, definitely. Do you, well, this, is, this really doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so I was going to say. Yes. Instead of a reboot, what are we talking about? Uh, I was going to say, well, I guess it lends more towards our recommendations or our positivity corner. Uh-huh. Uh, I was going to say maybe we should talk about, since it's opposite, we're doing Bizarro Jerry uh-huh. episode. Um, can we talk about things that are generally well regarded that we don't think are good? Okay. I mean, I don't have anything prepared, but sure. You go ahead and I'll try to think of something. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? I don't. Uh, so it's a movie that I have talked about for many years about oh, how much I, I hate it i know um i need to revisit it so i would be really interested for people who are listening i would love to get an email from you um convincing me to revisit this movie um it's from 2008 2009 mm-hmm. i gotta look it up well, I, I, if it's what you talk if it's what i think it is then i don't it's definitely not the movie that I'm thinking is from 2006. It is. Jesus Christ. Is it that late? Okay. So it's a movie from <laughs> a movie from uh, 2006 that people really, really loved. In fact, I'm going to look up. It's. I'm looking it up right now. It's not like super highly regarded. It has, it has a oh, 58% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Why did people like give me so much shit? They were like, this is the greatest movie that was ever made. 56% on Metacritic. And, but it has a 7.5 on IMDb, which is pretty high. So it well, seems like people like film goers liked it but critics but i think it's a medium. situation of people being like oh you didn't understand it mm, that's because it's really smart and i don't think that's it okay so it's 2006 perfume story of a murderer all right say that again <laughs> i didn't I, I couldn't understand what you said perfume story of a murderer thank you guys go on a journey with me Let's i almost it. walked out of this movie four times well you saw it in the theater i saw it in the theater Wow. okay well, yeah what drew you to this film that most people haven't seen? I was dating somebody at the time that was like, we gotta go see this. Ugh, and it was I a situation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it was a situation where we were both like, and I don't know if it was actually, I mean, it's gotta be both. Uh, I will admit that because the other person was there influencing it, but I feel like we, because they were also not enjoying it. So maybe that was amplified in my, my mind. Of how terrible it was because uh-huh. I had somebody validating you could me. Commiserate and be like, "Yeah, wasn't it awful?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where maybe I would have given it more of a chance if, had I not been there with a person who was feeling the same way that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was incoherent. I thought it was silly without really leaning towards silliness, like without embracing it. I I don't know if people are have seen this movie and they're like, holy shit, that's such a good movie. You need to revisit it. Um, write in, please. Yeah, definitely let Perfume. Morgan know how wrong Story she is. Perfect. I've never seen I mean, it, the so story, I can't argue. It, the The premise is ridiculous, but I felt like the director could have gone a little bit more that way. I, I don't know. I need to revisit it, I guess. Uh, so that's a movie that people regarded well, and I hated it with all my 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 myself. With your whole my, my whole selves. Um, it's really nothing that I that I hate and that I can even see. Nothing that I can hate that people like. I, I hate a lot of stuff that other people think is bad. Uh, I guess okay. This is um, this is so random. I just I'm just going through my my letterbox list. Uh, if you don't follow me on Letterbox, you should because I love watching movies. Um, Ew. Follow me on Letterbox at VHS Mike. A movie that I very much disliked. And I hear a lot, it's one of those, it's not a movie that did really well, and it's not a movie that probably has really high ratings. I'll look it up right now. Um, but 
people I hear all the time are like, this movie is so awesome. It's so underrated. It's so cool. I love it so much. It only has a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's still pretty high, I guess. Um, it's a movie called Shoot 'em Up, starring uh, Clive Owen and Paul Giamatti and uh, uh, Monica Bellucci. And it is just hyper, nonstop, crazy action, ridiculous, over-the-top cartoon violence. And I that idea sounded like it could be fun but i just like in my opinion nothing about this movie is fun everything feels mean-spirited and like gross and awful and just like yucky like i just like the whole time i was just like ugh, i don't want to be watching this this is like making me feel like gross in my my tummy but it's very it is very stylish and clive owen is cool and paul giamatti is a good bad guy but just like none of the parts came together for me like i just like I don't know. I just really, really hated that movie. I thought it was bad garbage. So if you like that movie, then I don't know what's wrong with you. It's bad. So um, we're recommending Shoot 'em Up. Shoot 'em Up. And uh, I, I'll, I will say, in, in a similar vein to Lost, I will also say this is had a similar. I had a similar reaction to Heroes, um, a show that a lot of people got really into. It was out around the same time as Lost, and kind of did the same story structure, except it was about superheroes. And I thought that show sucked, like, so hard. I hated that show. I thought it was bad. Um, but people really, really like it until, like, the second season, and then everybody hates it. But uh, it did have a cool character. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Oh, his name's Hero. Yeah. Yeah. He's super awesome. Um, but other than that, I hated that show, and I thought it was terrible. Listen, not everybody, not every show can be the X-Files. Not every show can be lost, guys. Some of them have to be bad. Some not of, every character, not every leading man be can be William Fox Mulder. Spooky Mulder, if but, you will. But they can be Matthew Fox. Huh? Coincidence? I, I not. think probably, yeah. Um, okay. So that was Lost. That was our, our fun, super secret uh, reveal to Morgan episode of show that i like guys no more secrets guys no i kind of liked it now next time you can do one for me that i oh i got one in the chamber too uh, i bet i could think of a few shows that you want to make me watch but that's fun maybe they'll be good maybe i'll like it probably not am i right Uh, you know what i preemptively give it four out of seven bananas bananas um i got two in the chamber one from showtime and one from hbo yeah i know what they both are already (laughs) i bet it's the l word from showtime and big love from HBO. You can't get me to say. I can't stop you. You can make me watch whatever you want. Hey, guys, it's the L word and it's big. <laughs> That's okay. I told you I've seen the first season of Big Love. I guess you could make me watch like the whole show. That's the plan. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'd like to hear from you guys. We are we got our Twitter up and going, at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us. Let us know what you want us to watch, what you think would be fun, what you think would be funny, shows you hate, shows you love, whatever. Um, you could also email us, pod.badreception at gmail.com. Um, and then hopefully over the next week, I'm going to start taking over the Instagram account. and Or not actually, not me. Uh, I think that the podcasts will be taking over the Instagram. Account. Oh shit, Brewster and Sydney getting all up in our. But I'll help them because they don't have opposable Instagrams. thumbs or grams. Grams, they're gonna gram it up. Uh, yeah, so that's also at Bad Reception Pod. If you want to follow us on Instagram, that's about it um, for the podcast. I'm Mike. For the red, white, and blue, the funny funny things you do, America, harmony, America, America. harmony, this This is you, Morgan, Morgan. have a good one, that's the end of the podcast. podcast, goodbye. Get out of the window. Get out of the window. Monster! Get off the chair. Come here. Come here. Come here.